And now, Perception is Reality, with your host, Christopher H. Bilbrey. Bonus episode. That's right, sports fans. It's a bonus episode of Perception is Reality with Christopher H. Bilbrey. I'm your host, and I want to say thank you for tuning in, clicking on the episode, listening, and sharing it with everybody you know. Same rules apply. We can be found at all of your favorite podcast hosting sites as well as the home station at perception.fireside.fm. So it's not Saturday or Tuesday, so why are we doing a bonus episode? Well, I'm getting ready to tell you. Because yours truly, along with Muncie citizen Audie Barber, appeared on the Tony Katz Today radio program on WIBC 93.1, based out of Indianapolis. Who's Tony Katz? You probably know the answer, but if you don't, I'm going to tell you. Tony Katz is a political commentator, a conservative radio talk show host. I am a huge, huge fan of Tony. His level of research and his commentary is spot on. Tony covers a lot in the national political arena and deals with a lot of what goes on on the national level. However, he also covers a lot of information here at home, in Indianapolis, and in other communities in and around Indiana, and other states, specifically when it deals with liberty issues, First Amendment's rights issues, Second Amendment's rights issues, things like that. He is a defender of freedom and is absolutely A++ in the game. He has done a lot for the state of Indiana and for his community, and he's done a lot for radio, specifically in Indiana. He is growing in leaps and bounds as far as his reach. Like I said, he is nationally syndicated. I believe that he's picking up different stations each and every week. You can hear him just about anywhere in the state of Indiana. He's also a Fox News contributor, I believe. You can find him on Fox News most weekends, giving some kind of commentary. And he's really, really a rising star in this type of medium. So how did this come about? How did I wind up on the Tony Katz show? His producer, Ari Castle, reached out to me in reference to the Counselor Nora Powell and MPD issue. It was picked up by a couple different news agencies. And, of course, their news gathering partners at Wish TV did a story on this. And then the WIBC news crew did a story on this. And Tony said that he wanted to kind of know what was going on. So they reached out. I said we would be down. And today, Monday, August 12th, 2019, during the 6 to 9 time slot, Muncie Citizen Audie Barber and I appeared actually at 8 a.m. And we told our side of the story. He performed the interview and we sat through... Actually, two segments. It turns out to be about 12 minutes. So I wanted to give you the opportunity to hear that segment in case you didn't hear. So again, this is going to be Muncie Citizen, Audie Barber, and I, representing Perception is Reality, talking to Tony Katz of the Tony Katz Today radio program based out of Indianapolis, Indiana on 93.1 WIBC. So sit back and relax, listen to this about 12-minute long clip during this bonus episode of Perception 
is reality, featured on the Tony Katz Today radio program along with Citizen Audie Barber. Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz Today. It was just a strange story last week at WIBC.com. An Indiana State Police investigation revealing that the son of a Muncie City counselor by the name of Nora Powell ran a background check on two people without a legitimate reason. Kurt Darling with the reporting. That son of Nora Powell is a police officer in Muncie. Those two men are with me right now in studio. Audie Barber, Christopher Bilbrey. Good to be with you. Good to have you here. Uh, Tony Katz, by the way. Tony Katz today. The story is strange and gets stranger by the second. And what we're going to try and do is make sure we understand how you two got involved. Christopher, you have a a podcast uh, and and you have been, uh, we could say you've been proactive in watching Muncie politics for a while. Would that be a fair way to say it? Absolutely. And Audie, I don't know your background. I don't know your story. Well, uh, I ran for city council in May. Uh, I'm a heavy equipment operator. I had some issues with the way uh, city of Muncie had done my dad on some property and stuff. So, so. you decided you want to be a part of the of the solution. You're not going to just sit there and complain from the sides. Correct. You run for office. You run the same election that Nora Powell is running uh, in. Nora Powell gets the seat. She becomes uh, the counselor. She That's, becomes yes the nominee okay. for the nominee. How does it get from that? To all of a sudden uh, running background checks on you. We're going to start with you, Audie, how your story kind of starts, and then we're going to get in with Christopher and how it all connects. Well, Miss Powell made some uh, accusations to a buddy of mine during uh, election day, and it got back to me, and I was trying to ask her about it. She never would answer my call or anything. And uh, by her lying to me, lying to my friend about what was going on between me and her, it just it just escalated from there, and uh, I just started speaking out about her lies because she does lie. So a you're lot. discussing it on Facebook. You're discussing it in other public forums, right? Uh, on um, Perception is Reality f- with Christopher H. Bilbrey. So I, you did yes. his you did Christopher's podcast. That's how Christopher gets involved. Correct. So you're now talking about this uh, because you consider it a, a Muncie story, Muncie issue, something that you do talk about, uh, and from there. You are you the one who pushes the FOIA request, the Freedom of Information Act yeah. uh, request to get information on things. What that that Councillor Powell had said or had emailed or what text, email, and Facebook messengers. What the I think the anonymous letter said. I received it on May fourteenth. I sat on it for a minute because the you received an anonymous letter. Yes, sir. And the anonymous letter said what? It said that there were communications between Councillor Powell and a Muncie City police officer who was the president of the FOP. And that there were communications during their negotiation that if somebody requested these during a records request, that it would be interesting to see what exactly she was giving him. There were allegations that she was giving him improper information that she shouldn't have been telling him inside information. So you decide, all right, I'll I'll go forward with the FOIA request. Plenty of people go forward with FOIA requests. You go forward with this. What happened next? Uh, I started receiving text messages telling me that I was being watched and giving me my height and weight that's on my driver's license being followed by police officers. You start getting text messages after you 
push forward this FOIA request. Yes. Telling you from somebody you don't know. Yep. Did you try and call that number? Yeah. Did anybody answer that number? No. Uh, were you able to track down whose number it is? No. Um, and then they're telling you things about you. And then one of the text messages, which you actually showed me, was enjoy that seatbelt ticket. Yep. What is that about? I received a seat. I issued the records request on May 22nd. Okay. The 23rd, 24 hours later, I'm pulled over in a traffic stop that's a seatbelt ticket. I am not fighting the seatbelt ticket. I just hadn't clicked it on. Maybe they were following me at that point. I don't know. It was 24 hours after the request. All right. And we ticket. don't know if anybody was following yeah. you, right? Yep. No so, issue. So we're clear there. Yep. Absolutely. I, I, okay. I'm not so you it. get this ticket on May 23rd. But I didn't tell anybody about it. So and no then one knew. June 4th. Yeah. You start getting text messages, enjoy that seatbelt ticket. Yeah, which June 4th is also, now after the investigation, we know is a date that a Muncie police officer ran my information on June 4th. We know that for sure. Absolutely. Audie, you did the podcast when? I'd done the podcast on May 10th. May 9th. May 9th. May 9th. So people already in Muncie had heard about this and, and knew about this. Correct. And then uh, in the FOIA request, is, is Audie uh, Barber's name mentioned? It this is, man right here? It is not. Okay. But yet you, on, on what date did you receive that letter about your firearm? On uh, May 31st, I received a letter from the state police saying that my uh, concealed carry lifetime permit was being revoked at this time, that I needed to send it in immediately. Uh, if not, it was a misdemeanor charge if I don't <laughs> send it in. And then after that, I had a hearing set up for June 28th. I think it was June 28th. Yeah. So within the span of a month of doing a podcast about what you experienced with uh, the counselor there, Nora Powell, you start, the FOIA request goes in, you, Christopher, start getting text messages about personal information about yourself, including uh, traffic tickets. You, Audie Barber, get a letter from the state saying uh you're not you're not a quote-unquote i read the letter you showed me the letter on, on your phone a proper person quote-unquote correct and they want you to send in your license stay right there because we have a i have many many questions uh for you guys to get into we're just either scratching the surface or this is the weirdest level of coincidence the world has ever seen exactly. much more uh to get to tony katz 93 wibc so what happened in muncie indiana what is the level of abuse here because the story is flat out peculiar. Audie Barber uh, joins me. Christopher Bilbrey uh, joins me. He does the Perception is Reality podcast, which got this ball rolling. A woman by the name of Nora Powell gets elected to the Muncie City Council. Audie Barber had run against her. Audie Barber uh, thought that she was uh, talking uh, a bit of smack. The next thing you know, there are multiple police officers doing background checks on Audie Barber and on Christopher Bilbrey because they're talking about something that happened in the election against Nora Powell. From those background checks, there's also text messages that Christopher Bilbrey's getting with personal information, including when he got a ticket. Audie Barber got a letter from the Indiana State Police saying that his lifetime uh, carry permit, which is to say his license to carry a firearm, is being revoked because he's not a quote-unquote proper person. 
Now, we've gone through some of the timeline of these things. These things happened within a month of each other uh, and of you filing this FOIA request, Christopher, this Freedom of Information Act request, because you had gotten this anonymous tip. People file FOIA requests. that We are allowed access to levels of information. Um, what has happened since... Uh, what has happened over the last week or month on this story? Because as we got to know the story and WIBC had it, there were there was a big uh, city council meeting. Hundreds upon hundreds of people showed up in Muncie. This about the steel dust plant that they sure. want to put in, but also came up this subject about multiple police officers involved in doing background checks that they're not allowed to do and are done on the two of you. Yes, That's correct. So basically, you know, uh, we're both very active with the uh, fight against the steel dust plant as well. My issue is you have a sitting city councilor who's been a city councilor since 2011. She ran for re-election here. Uh, either asking these officers or attempting to ask or they felt a responsibility to her and using these officers, these very few, I'm very supportive of law enforcement, uh, but these few officers to weaponize them to, in an attempt to silence political criticism so you know if we don't speak out about this what happens to the people who are fighting against the steel dust or any other level of corruption here you know wherever and so that's kind of what's happened so there were it was kind of like monday night at the meeting was a powder keg 80 years of Muncie politics being this dirty. This is not a... a oh, this unusual. is not new. We've talked about the FBI. We've talked about the housing. We've talked about some of the other issues. Mm-hmm. And it was... And one of the things I said on air is it's, it's nice to see Muncie it, respect for their town, faith in their town, wanting it to be great and not wanting the issues and fighting back on it. But as, as we were discussing during the break about these... Uh, looks into people's uh, histories, into their backgrounds, into their criminal background checks that these police officers may have done uh, in a legal fashion. Audie, you're saying this not only happened to you, this happened to your wife. Uh, I've, my wife received a letter back yesterday on Sunday. Stating, from the Indiana State Police. From the Indiana State Police, same gentleman that sent me my letter stating that they're doing an administrative review at this time. And as soon as he has information, he would let her know. An administrative review would mean that Someone is looking into your background? Someone is doing a criminal background check? Basically, it's the same type of letter that we received in our thing. There's also two or three other citizens around the area that are getting these same emails. So it's not just the two of you. It's not just your wife, Audie. It's other people who weren't on your podcast, Christopher, who weren't uh, in, involved in the initial FOIA request. Just are they connected to you in any way, shape, or form? Kind of. They're people who have spoken out about... The, the common denominator is Counselor Nora Powell. And also, there's some other um, people running for that at-large seat in the general election on the Republican ticket that have had theirs. They've got letters from them also. The state police has sent them letters saying, you know, because they've done a request also. How many officers allegedly are involved in this, Christopher? Four. Um, has the Muncie Police Department said anything other than we're going to have a retraining here? Because no. that's what they said. We're going to retrain people. Have they said anything else to you? Yeah, so they didn't say it to me. They said it to uh, a news agency said that this shouldn't have happened. The may- here, So they admit that it did happen. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. They admit that it happened, that it shouldn't happen. The mayor has come out against these actions and behaviors, and various candidates running for these offices have come out against these actions and behaviors. Has the Indiana State Police come out to say anything? 
No. Other uh, than uh, issue the violation. On July 19th, they issued a violation stating that our criminal histories was, my criminal history was ran illegally, and that if I needed information on it, I needed to get old Chief Winkle, and then also go to the uh, Delaware County Prosecutor for criminal charges. Is this an actionable offense? Is this something that you sue the city of Muncie for? Yes. Are you actively suing the city of Muncie? I have talked to a lawyer about it, yes. Has there been any response from Councilor Nora Powell? Yes. What has she said? Uh, she didn't know about it. She found out about it months later, and uh, she's running on transparency. <laughs> That's a chuckle right there. And she said her son had, she had no idea that her son she had, no had even ran Her son, car. one of the police officers who did the running here. On May 9th. Ran your background. On May 9th, I spoke out against Nora Powell. On May 10th, he run my criminal history twice. Within 30 seconds. Within 30 other. seconds of each other. Is there any word from the Indiana State Police about your firearms license? I'm, I've spent uh, close to $1,500 so far in the process of getting my firearms back at this time, my firearms license back at this time. On that subject, while we're going to follow this story as it grows, on that subject, uh, let me know what we can do to help make sure you get your license back. I appreciate that. Because, um, and uh, Doug Carter, who is the superintendent of the Indiana State Police, who I know listens to the show, um, there's going to need to be an answer quick. And when well, I say quick, sir, I mean quick. <laughs> when I went down there on the 28th of June to uh, for my hearing, I asked, I said, can I see the information that somebody had sent you? And they said, no, we can't show you that. We will start helping with that process for sure, as you know, barring any issue that hasn't been discussed here on this show. Uh, I you, de- that. You, d- you deserve uh, every bit of your rights. Christopher Bilbury, Perception is Reality uh, podcast, Artie Barber. Uh, we're going to follow the story. We appreciate you guys coming down today. Perception. Perception, Perception is, is reality. Reality. All right. Well, that was the clip of Audie Barber and I on the Tony Katz Today program based out of Indianapolis on 93.1 WIBC. I hope it's starting to make sense how serious this is. I know that we're going to have folks saying, well, this is a personal attack on Nora. No, it's not. It's a personal attack on the basic freedoms that we have as Americans. You're supposed to be able to support who you want, not support who you don't want. You're supposed to be able to speak out free of being molested, bothered, or otherwise attacked or or intimidated or silenced because of your political beliefs. And me, acting as whatever type of journalism that this is, this political commentary, I should be able to do so without the fear of retaliation or intimidation or trying to be bullied or silenced. And for someone to say that what I'm doing is wrong, you are absolutely out of your head because I'm standing up for the folks that won't stand up. And for those that say, oh, this or that, you know, I'm hearing that I'm going to be retaliated on against. God, I don't even know what that could possibly mean. Do you think that anybody should have to fear that when engaging in their local community or the communities around them or dealing with people that they know and have known forever in the political theaters? Do you think that we should have to worry about that? I think not. 
And ladies and gentlemen, that's what this podcast is all about. That's what Tony Katz is about. You will always hear here on this podcast, this platform, Perception is Reality, that we should all be engaging our systems. We should all be speaking out, engaged in our local governments, and expecting our officials to act appropriately. And I'm just going to end here today. I'm going to say, if for some unknown reason, something should happen to me, I am not suicidal. I am not a drug dealer. I'm not involved in gang activity. And, uh, you know, hopefully I'm here for the Tuesday episode. So it is what it is, folks. I hope you all have a wonderful day. Please share this information, spread the word, get the listener base increased. The more people hearing this, the more chances we have of changing the scenario. That's what we need. You've been listening to Perception is Reality. I'm Christopher H. Bilbrey, and I'll talk to you again real soon. This has been Perception is Reality with Christopher H. Bilbrey, where we aim for better government through citizen involvement.